0: Hey, this morning, before we send you guys out for solo time, um, I just want to give you guys a passage of scripture to be chewing on and thinking about, because I think for some of you guys in this room, this may be one of the first times that you're actually spending time alone in the word of God for an extended period of time. And so you may feel like, man, I don't even know where to start. And so this morning, if you guys have your Bibles, open up to Psalm 19. We're going to read it together. I'm going to give you guys some food for thought, and then we're going to send you out to spend time in God's word. When you get to Psalm 19, you guys know what to do. You're going Who did that? 10 points. 10 po- not rec points, just 10 points for me, you know. I can't give out rec points. I am not a rec girl anymore. Um all right, Psalm 19 it says this. This psalm I love for many many reasons and it's kind of two two parts and broken up uh in verses 1 through 6 and then 7 through to the end and so the first part says this this is David he's writing and he is he begins by proclaiming and thanking God for revealing himself through his creation and one of the beautiful things here at Hume Lake that's unique to this location some of you guys come from wonderful beautiful areas Hume as you look outside it's beautiful isn't it You can see the glory of the mountains, the beauty of the mountains, the size of the trees are like, what, why are these so big? The stars at night, I don't know if you guys have been able to see the stars yet, because technically you're supposed to be in your cabins, but if you get the opportunity to look at the stars, they're beautiful. And so the psalm addresses this. It says this in verse one, it says, the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech and night to night reveals knowledge. And so what David's doing here first, he is thanking God for revealing himself through his creation. He's saying the the skies above declare the glory of God that you can look out at the mountains over here and you can look at them and go, surely these were created by someone. This isn't just random. And you look at how big it is and how vast it is. And then you begin to think, if the mountains are this big and that vast, how big and powerful and mighty is our God? And so this is what David's saying. And in verse 7, this is what I want you guys to chew on a ton. As we even talked about, or Eric spoke last night about the truth of Scripture, right? David says this, he now shifts from praising God for revealing himself in his creation to praising God for revealing himself through his written word. And he says, the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. I think so often in our culture and in our context, we often look and think about the word of God as just a list of do's and don'ts, and we don't have a high priority or a high value or a high love for the word of God. And yet, we look at this and it says that the law of the Lord is perfect. It revives our soul. And when we look around in our world, there's not a great example of anything that's perfect, right? Things are broken and challenging and hard and difficult. And yet, it says the law of the Lord is perfect. It revives our soul in a world that is chaotic and broken and difficult. We can go to the word of God and we can have revival or a refreshment to our soul because we can trust in what the Bible says because we have a God who is true and trustworthy and his word is rooted in his character. In 1 Peter it says that we have a living hope because we have a living Savior. And so when things seem broken beyond repair and they don't make sense, we can trust what God says because he is true. It revives our soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing or bringing joy to our heart. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. And in verse 10 he says this. He says, more to be desired are they. They, what he's talking about here is the word of God. More to be desired are the words of God than gold, even much fine gold. And for you and I today, you're like, gold? really? Like, we don't have any value on gold. Uh, A little bit, right? But not like they did then. And so for you and I to sit and consider and contemplate, what is that thing in our life that we have assigned the highest value? What is that thing in our culture that we have assigned the highest value to? What this is saying is that the word of God is to be desired more than that thing. More than that thing. This is all that we need. All that we need. And so this morning, in just a couple minutes, I'm going to pray for us and send you guys out. What I want you guys to sit and consider, you'll have about 30, nope, 27 minutes alone. We're going to send you guys out. You're going to choose a location around camp. You have to stay in small camp boundaries so you can't go over to meadow. Try not to go back to your cabins. What I love about this passage, again, is it starts out talking about, man, the glory of God is revealed in his creation. That in just a moment, you guys are going to be able to sit in the beauty of God's creation and then be able to sit with the written word of God and consider how beautiful and helpful and wonderful the words of God are. And so as you read this, ask yourself these questions. What does it mean that the word of God is perfect? What does it mean that it revives our soul? What does it mean that it makes wise the simple? And why are all of these things important? And then after your solo time, around 10.15, you'll have a bell that will ring that will let you guys know your solo time is done. You can head back to your cabins, and you guys will be able to discuss this as a cabin group and everything that you've read. Now, you don't have to. Let me tell you this, too. You don't have to stay in Psalm 19. This is just for you guys who are like, man, I wouldn't know where I would go if you're going to send me out and just sit there and stare at the lake. This is a wonderful place to start. Let me pray for us. Father God, would you be with us this morning? Lord, as we open up your word, as we spend time with you one-on-one, God, I pray that we would take this time seriously. God, that we wouldn't leave this chapel and then find our friend just to sit with them and talk for the next 25 minutes. God, we have all the free time and a whole week of camp to hang out. And so, Lord, when we set time aside to be in your word, to better understand and have a deeper love for the things that you say, God, would you be with us as we do that? Lord, I pray for just everyone in this room, God, whether they have been walking with you their whole life, God, or they're still not sure about who you are. Lord, would you do an incredible work this morning through your word. God, would your spirit fill us, God, and allow us to understand the text. Lord, we love you, and we thank you for this time. For all these things in your name. Amen.